0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Run Happy Podcast. I'm Baxter Friedman.
1: And I'm Charlie Rook, and this is a podcast for people that want to improve themselves as runners as well as people and always run happy.
0: Let's get into it.
1: Uh, What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Run Happy Podcast. I'm Charlie Rook alongside Baxter Friedman. And, you know, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Um, We've been getting some more listeners and to get to know some of y'all we want to just introduce ourselves a little bit we want we kind of want to take you through a little bit of who we are and the people behind the scenes so i'm actually smiling now yeah yeah me giggle
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be so hard no um yeah we we thought it's about time that y'all y'all meet us i guess because we've been interviewing and letting y'all meet a bunch of other people so you know like Y'all don't really know a lot about us, so you know we'll we'll uh take you through our lives and you know our mm-hmm. experiences and what we've learned.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we are ourselves to Division Two college runners, uh, only sophomores. Um, yeah. but we we did make it. We in, did make it, yeah, college level. So uh, like
0: only, there's like five percent of uh, high school athletes make it to uh. Yeah, to college uh, for wait no oh that's not right. <laughs> um, only five percent of high school athletes compete uh, collegiately. Yeah, that's I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, but uh, we did it and we're here, and uh, you know we're amongst or we, we run for like one of the top D two cross country programs uh, in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. So that is uh very exciting and also very uh painful, but you know, we we get through. But, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I guess we'll go through our uh journey, our experiences like from you know how we found it and you know uh I guess how, how we got here uh and I'll I'll start with that. Yeah, so I think running really came into my life uh like just you know on the playground kind of like how everyone else does and like you know it was always like the fastest kid is the coolest i was like fastest but uh but like whenever i started playing sports uh in elementary school and everything um i was like i really want to uh play a sport in college i just wanted to be a collegiate athlete in general so like i don't know I, i saw Blind Side, uh and i thought that movie was amazing and the coolest thing ever but uh you know it's apparently you know not true which kind of sucks because that's like one of my uh i guess something that inspired me to want to become a collegiate athlete uh but yeah so i didn't know what athlete or what kind of sport i wanted to do i was just like anything that i was good at i really wanted to pr- pursue it and try to make it to the next level so that's and that's basically uh i found basketball through that and i tried really hard to get um you know really good at that I didn't make middle school, but I ended up making high school. Uh, and you know, I, I put a lot of you know time and effort into that. And I was also doing cross country on the side, and I knew I was good at cross country, but I loved basketball so much more. Um and in high school, I even like uh while playing basketball, I think I knew that like cross country was gonna be the way to go because I found out I was like, I'm just so I was so much better at it and just naturally and uh i was just like i i love basketball with all my heart but if i really wanted to you know take the extra step and you know go go run collegiately i was like I'm, I'm gonna do it through cross country and i met a lot of really cool people through that and uh uh obviously in college i met a lot of cool people but even in high school like uh my coaches or one of my coaches at the beginning of the uh my freshman and sophomore year i had a coach that was heavily involved in the team and was actually a really good coach uh there's a whole other side to that though that you know was a little crazy but uh overall like I, I look on those first two years as like such a great experience and what I've learned but then the next two years kind of everything slowed down like the pandemic hit and like I don't know I kind of just lost focus on running like I still ran and I still wanted to run in college but like i I slacked off a ton and like my times didn't improve as much like i was barely pring on everything and i don't know It just kind of slowly got to the point where i was like do i want to run in college anymore and my my mom bless her heart uh i i love her so much and i can't believe like she uh well i I can't believe this but like she's had like she saw me kind of losing um I guess my my love for the sport and she's uh experienced like so i don't know i but she told me uh whenever i actually saw me losing my touch uh or my my love for running that like you are gonna regret it basically and like just suck it up and finish out this last year and uh i did i didn't enjoy it as much as i had but like i knew once i committed to mississippi college and once i found them and. They gave me a chance. I was like, "This is the best thing ever." It's, I don't know, and it has been has definitely been some of the best two years of my life. So, yeah, a lot of good experiences have come from that.
1: Yeah, that's cool, bro. I didn't even know all that. Yeah. Well, I know I've heard you talk about that periodically, but not all together. So that's cool. Yeah. Wow. um For me, it was like so. Obviously, I was born. I was born in England, and then I was moved around a lot when I was younger. But it was when I was like, I was living in Dubai from when i was four to when i was a nine and i like i would enter these like i would enter there was like once a year there was this like two and a half kilometer race around this like race track and it was like where cars race so it was kind of cool and like my dad used to do it with me he used to sign up like a speedway kind of thing yeah like a speedway oh, like, it's really like cool. it's like a pro like like a pro race car track Oh, that's like, kind of yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. That's cool. And so you can run like a two and a half K around there. And I was like, like seven years old. So I was like doing it and I do it with my dad. And then I remember I like finished and I threw up at the end and I like, I threw up at the end. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I finished. I was like, I trying to beat as many people as possible. And anyway, like two weeks later in the mail, they like, my dad's like, Oh, you want a trophy? And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, you want a trophy. You're like, uh, like, the third fastest u8 in the in the field and like we went to like the online results and like it was like a running club running club unattached running club running club running like so it was like oh shoot i might be like naturally pretty good at this um and then i kind of dropped it for a while and then it was when i moved to uh I, i did swimming for a while in canada and then i moved to chicago and i was still swimming and then like i was also playing soccer at the same time because my dad was really good at soccer and I, like, I wanted to play it so i was doing that i was swimming and then i like fell out of love with swimming just heavily just hated the coaches and the the team it was really sad because I, I was pretty good at it in canada
0: like i swear to you, coaches are like mm-hmm. it's i don't know seeing it now is like coaches are like have a huge impact on like what how you do and how you like uh Enjoy the sport. Like, oh, dude. it's crazy. Like, yeah. you can't, I don't know. Like, there's, I've, yeah, I've, I've quit sports because of coaches. Mm, yeah.
1: Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Dude. Well, a yeah, huge part of the reason I came to MC was because of the coaches here. Yeah. Like, I, I was saying, yeah. I like pretty much remember getting off the phone with Coach Ranicker and being like, I pr- I'm like, at that moment, almost pretty confident. Yeah. This is where I'm going to go. Yes. Yeah.
0: Dude. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I was here, uh, too early yeah. I was touring coach, at, or I was touring the school. Um, and, like, I know Coach Reneker was talking to me. He's like, Yeah, so usually, yeah, we have people sign at this time or this time or whatever. I was like, Can I sign right now? And he, he was like, He's like, and like, my mom was right next to me. She's like, You know, let's, we'll, we'll wait. Well, we won't do that right now. I was like, And whenever we left, I was like, I'm coming here. Like, this is, this is it. But yeah, yeah,
1: sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, no, I was the same way. I was like, I took like one more visit and like, you know, it was close between those two schools, but like, man he you know there was there was something about this place but anyway so i like i lived in chicago and then when i start stopped swimming i like realized uh we we kept thinking about like well, you're pretty good at running and then like why don't, you, why don't you start like you could start running in middle school and uh i like joined cry, like cross-country summer camp when i first moved there because i didn't know many people and like uh i immediately went way too hard way too fast because uh <laughs> they call me a grinder and i that is his nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am one of the most competitive people. Well, that's, that's gonna sound stupid if I say I'm one of the most competitive people I know. Uh in my head, I'm extremely competitive. And so I was running I was trying to run with uh people a year above me. And I went to Nico Valley in Illinois, which is a very it's a very good program. Um and so trying to run with guys older than me was was actually a very difficult task, but I yeah, I got a stress fracture that summer. Uh <laughs> And was in a boot for the remainder of it. And then when I came back, I uh, did seventh grade cross country. And I was I was terrible. I was terrible. I was like 43rd in conference at the end of the year. And oh, like... Dang. I like...
0: That doesn't sound awful. Though. It doesn't sound
1: terrible. But like, I don't know. Like for how, for how excited I was and how good I thought I was. Oh, goodness. 43rd was bad. <laughs> and like... I was, I was furious. It was also a 1.5 mile race. I'm like, I'm coming 43rd. Um, And so like, anyway, I was, I was furious and like, it was almost like anger and like, you know, stubbornness. I was like, I'm really good at this. I'm very good at it. And so like, I had a friend whose family was really good and like, we started training together and we we were training very hard, like very hard, very early. Like I was a hundred percent bought in when I was in seventh grade, which isn't like the same for everyone. And like eighth grade, we had a training plan. We were like running like eight, like an eight mile long run. And like, you know, some, some people I knew, uh, hadn't run eight miles (laughs) since getting here or before getting here. Um, and so I was, I I was bought in pretty early and then eighth grade, I got better, but like I was just so, so competitive. I was just never satisfied because that kid was always a bit better than me. And like, it, it was terrible, but I, st- I still love the sport. I like fell in love with it, um, and did it in high school. Did it all four years, and it's like it-, it gave me so much. Like man, it gave me a fr- it gave me that friend group um, that I had for years, and like it-, it taught me just so much more about like everything. Just like discipline, and you know motivation. Want to get out there and uh, accomplish something more than yourself, really, and like you know, I did that for four years, and another good part for me is, like, I went to a big school, so I, like, I didn't run, I didn't earn a varsity spot until I was a senior, like, I, I ran one state meet my high school career, and it was my senior year, and so it was, it was kind of cool, um, like, it was a very big deal to me, and so, you know, that, like, that, like, work to get there was, was really important to me, and, um, yeah, man, I love it, it's, it's just giving me so much, and so, you know, I, I-, I knew I was going to run in college, though, yeah. like, when I was in, like, 8th grade. Not because I was like, oh, well, we just moved here, so we didn't know too much about the schools. So I remember my dad and me sat down, and we were like, we're going to email the top 10 D1 schools right now. And oh, I was like, yeah, gosh. I'm going to go there. Yeah, that's, absolutely. So, it's like, hilarious. Like, me and my dad emailed Stanford, and, like, I swear to God, I swear to God, this happened. That's awesome. Mm, yeah, so we emailed Stanford and, like, all these... Eight- Mm-hmm. Yes, oh my it might have been younger, dude. Like it might have been like seventh going yeah, into eighth. Hilarious. Like me, and they were like, uh, most of them. If if any responded, like a couple did, and they just said, "Hey, dude, we're not allowed to contact you. <laughs> uh, like come come back to us your junior year." Awesome. mm mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, and then I like met obviously with MC and like yeah, I was pretty good, but like you know, um, I wasn't D one good really, or like yeah, either, I wasn't so. I wasn't big D one good, and MC. MC just fit me really well. Um and and yeah, here we are. So Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, I w-
0: dude, I will say like um talking about like things that cross country has given us, dude, like whenever like self-discipline and like dude, I always I always say this. I always have this mentality is like because I run cross country, I have a higher pain tolerance. Like I I have thought that for years. yes <laughs> dude, yeah. Dude, I'm just like be like we go through so much pain for so long. I'm like, there's no way that we don't have a higher pain tolerance than other athletes. Yeah, It's, I don't know. And like, uh, whenever I went to, I, yeah, a little background on this. Uh, actually I guess I can tell the story. Uh, so I, I did steeple chase last year. Um, and like, it wasn't that it was not an amazing performance. Uh, I won the win win. I got the dub. Got the dub. Two um, people in that race. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, uh, this is where the real story begins, is uh I started getting a headache and I was just like, Oh, it's fine, it's fine. And then I uh, started throwing up and uh next thing you know it's two AM and I'm in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was just de- dehydrated and you know, sun poisoning, but like I, <laughs> in my mind, I was just like I can't imagine what other people are going, would go through. It was just like, I know I heard, but like, I just can't imagine what like the normal human being would feel right now. Um, so I don't know. I, yeah, that's a, that's a bit cocky thinking that obviously. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. And sometimes I do need to humble myself because also that, that that night humbled me along with that steeplechase uh, run uh, that. Yeah both of those that entire day just humbled me
1: dude i was the same way though yeah because like it, it took me like up until literally up until about like two years ago before i was like hmm there might be people that take pain better than you but for like all of my 18 years of life before that i like truly believed i'm like still kind of do that. like uh, athletes in other sports can't deal with pain like me yeah, can't. I just can't do it.
0: Well, like, okay, I will say, like, this sport and swimming. I feel like, I mean, they're they're similar with pain tolerances. Uh, and like you said, you swam. I swam. Uh, for a long time too. Um, but like, yeah, it it's the pain tolerances are different in cross country and swimming. But like for like the level of pain and the it's just it's also their endurance. So it's it is similar, uh, in a way. But like, yeah, other uh, sports it's just like you get hit. And you're like, that's it. Honestly, basketball. I can't, I mean, unless something like, unless you you actually become injured, like you're, you're not going to hurt whenever you're playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, and same, like same with some of the, actually, I'm not going to say football football. You can get hurt pretty. <laughs> yeah. well, I was going to say like, well, the kicker, I was like, yeah, but that's one person on the team, but I don't know. Yeah. Pain tolerance. We, we are definitely up there for that. Yeah, um, I
1: agree. But like, I like talking about humbling things. Oh yeah. And I think the thing that like humbled me most in my life was when I ran my first 8K here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh Dude,
0: okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, you told that story. Yeah, I have another experience.
1: That's probably like the most humbling moment of my life was when I ran a collegiate 8K. <laughs> like just oh my word. I I've never been in so much pain so quickly. I it was like it was just bad because I ran a I ran we ran that opening 5K a couple weeks before and Again, that was a terrible day. It was just the heat and everything, and it was, it was like,
0: like, it was a hundred mm, degrees, and we yep. were running in the afternoon. It was just, it was, it, It's like that every year. Yeah. Uh, we have found that out now. Like but.
1: you're getting used to a new warm up, you're getting used to a you, uh, getting used to a new team, and like I was dealing with some stuff but because obviously we're freshmen. Like you know, we're leaving um, family behind and um, friends and stuff. So I was dealing with that, and then like ran this eight, this five k. And then going to this 8k, I was a little nervous, and I just remember starting, and I don't remember much else. <laughs> and, uh, I just, I don't I don't know too much of what happened in that race, but we went out very like very conservative too, and it was it it was very bad. Like we went out really conservative, and I was already hurting, and then we got to like the first loop of the 2k. And, like, we were coming back round. I already remember being like, this is going to be very bad. And uh, I just, like, struggle-bust through it and, like, finished. I don't remember much what happened. There's a hilarious photo of me at oh, the end yes. of that race. Like, just sitting there with, with Matthew. He's, like, <laughs> explaining to me what just happened.
0: Oh, you, know? the you crossing the finish line, that photo, too.
1: Yeah. I had that on an Instagram page a long time. That was... <laughs> i just i look out of control i look like i don't know where i am it was oh goodness and then we did it again and brock like it's similar thing happened it was just better because brock had to like carry me around yeah uh, uh yeah
0: no dude no uh yeah like first collegiate races are are definitely or for me was definitely very hard also it was like uh the 5k for me like because we, we do the 5k opener and then we did watson i think that was the 8k uh last last year, but, um, dude, the 5k for me was just awful because like, so like, yeah, like I came here, like just like, I already knew, I guess my place and it was just like, which was, was in the back. Uh, and, um, but whenever we started, like I, I tried to hang, I tried to hang and bang. And, uh, I just like, dude, I fell off so hard. And like, I, I hadn't ran that slow of a five k. I ran like eighteen minutes and like seven seconds. I don't know. And I had not ran that that slow in forever. And I literally like after I finished that race, I was like, "I'm gonna quit." Like this, <laughs> this is this is awful. And like, thankfully, thankfully, I kept getting better. And like, yeah, I have not ran an eighteen minute five k for since that race. And like, you know, we're like we we've improved a lot. Um, but holy crap, dude! It was just like never have i felt so much pain and never how have i wanted to quit uh since i've been here and it's yeah like and then once i it's also like you have to have a bad race it's kind of just like in life like you you have to have bad moments to know what the good moments are you have to have a bad race to know like what a good race feels like and to know whenever you're succeeding and to whenever like you can tell that there's improvement because like i don't know maybe it's a mental thing that I've, i've just given myself but like uh, it's not the greatest, best oof, excuse me it's not the best thing but uh, it's. I'm always like there's going to be that one race every year where I'm just going to do freaking awful on it and yeah I've had that race almost every year uh, and then I'll come back the next race and I'll do so much better uh, because I, I like expect the pain to be the exact same and I expect to hurt so much more than I expect so I, I know I'm expecting it and then I know how to handle it and it just goes so much better. Uh I do need to get better at like making that more consistent. Mm-hmm. But it's still uh I mean, I don't know. It's
1: definitely helps me. Yeah, man. I mean, those races are really humbling, especially in a college level, because like you watch all of the better guys just take off. And like obviously I was never a number I was never even a number one guy in high school. So like I think at state I was our five, but I like fluctuated between we had a really tight knit pack. So I fluctuated between like two and five my entire senior year. And so, like, you know, and I, I'll be very honest. Like, you know, you said you got here and you said you belonged, in, you thought you belonged in the back. For me, I, it was a different story. Yeah. I like, when I got here, I knew I wasn't going to like be on varsity or contribute. I thought it was like in the back of my head. I was like, maybe if I just even <laughs> have a great year. But like, I, I got here, I was like, I'm going to be the best freshman. Um, and like, that's just so humbling to admit, or like, so, so disappointing to admit. Cause it's, it's so, it's so cocky. It's so selfish. Like, and you know, you shouldn't think like that, but like, I didn't know you guys yet. So. Yeah. But, um, now yeah. I
0: feel that like, I think, I think everyone had a little bit of cockiness in them and like, uh, yeah, just the fact, but like knowing that we've all grown and known mm-hmm. like, like we like at Mississippi college, we like, we value culture so much here. Yeah. And it's like, and then whenever people like buy into it, uh, it's like, they don't. I don't know if they they realize it. I I've seen it with other people, but like it it just helps the team so much. And like even if even if you like aren't scoring, like I mean, none of us we haven't scored yet uh, for any races. But like, um, even if you're not doing that, but like just being there for the team and being like um happy for other people. That's all. That's some of the biggest things. Like you you won't believe how many other people just like or other teams they'll like their their teammates just only care about themselves like mm-hmm. i've just like because i mean you know we know a couple other guys that you know run d1 and run like run at other schools and like i mean they're there they're t- there to run and just get their own and like and then leave and it's just it's sad to see that because it's like that's like we we have built so something so big and to know that like we actually like love and enjoy hanging around these people too it just makes it so much better
1: yeah man Like, I mean, that, the culture is just so important. And, like, I I finally realized it when it came here. And my, like, high school coach was trying to get us to do that. And, like, it just wasn't the same in high school. Like, but I'd tell you one time when I did do it, and, like, this is when I really realized it. Like, we had one race my senior year where I remember we showed up. It was in, like, it was out of state. It was on the day of homecoming, so no one really wanted to be there. And it was, it was, I just... (laughs) Just going into it, I just didn't feel good. And, like, I was saying I was sick in my head. And, like, I was a little sick. Um, And we showed up. And my coach was like, all right. Like, you three here, you have to stay together until, like, the halfway point. Or the two-mile mark. You have to stay together. And I was like, okay. And, like, in my head, I was like, listen, if I can just get to the two-mile, I'll just drop off. At that point, I'll just drop. And... Like, and I wasn't, I was just mainly doing it for myself so he wouldn't be mad at me. So, but anyway, the, the gun goes off and my shoe came off within 200 meters. Oh, like no. literally it is like a 5k and on a course that is very, is, is fairly uneven. And like, we ran through a baseball diamond and like was like, got rocks on there. Oh, and weird. yeah, so my, my shoe comes off 200 meters in and like you know that moment it's like oh gosh okay here we go like how are we gonna respond to this and like you know yeah i'm proud of myself for this moment because i was just like all right listen you just got you got a job to do you gotta make it to two miles and like like you, they're they're counting on you to get through two miles it doesn't matter that you've got one shoe on and like i got to two miles with him and like yeah i did fall off uh despite my best efforts and i finished the race with one shoe i was our fifth man and uh like my friend nabbed me like right at the line. Um, I was our fifth man and like I watched I was my coach and I was like really sad, like because I, I thought it was a bad race and like he's you know, he goes, I'm so proud of you. He was like, You you did exactly what I asked you to do. You like you were there for your teammates and you did one shoe on. He's like, If I'd have known you'd ran that race with one shoe on, I probably would've pulled you off. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. So like stuff like that. and Like when Cole fell um recently so we went to we had regionals this weekend our uh, last weekend and baxter was uh baxter was there too and baxter was one of the guys actually that fell so yeah. three of our guys our third man and then who ended up being our six and seven baxter and preston fell literally less than 10 minutes into the race yeah like went completely down sideways and like you know they were all able to get up and like you know it was pretty inspiring to watch like you guys just deal with that instantly like no one no one moaned like or anything like that no dude, do yeah we mm-hmm. just got
0: straight up and ran because mm-hmm. they also they didn't call it back out uh, of they just they just i guess the officials just didn't see it uh but yeah it did. it was it was terrifying um and like i yeah i don't know just got up and we surged uh to the front and uh like everyone was running on the right side of the path. And so there was just this huge opening on the, uh, on the left side. And so we just, all three of us ran on that side and passed, like, I mean, it it felt like I, I passed a hundred people. Maybe that was the adrenaline in my, in me or whatever, but like, I mean, I was just passing so many people at one time and it, that, 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 that definitely made me feel good. But also in my mind, I like, I was panicking, um, I shouldn't have, I should have been more relaxed because like, like stuff like that happens. It's like you ran a race with one shoe on and you handled it super well. I didn't handle the fall as uh, well as I could have, but it was like Cole did Cole handled the, the race, um, like a champ, literally like a champ. He, he got 17th place at regionals, but, uh, the, the funniest part about that was that he got 17th place at conference uh which was like Mm -hmm. it's a smaller meet there's not as much competition there and he did so much better at regionals which is a 10k also and he's a miler like he's not even like a a huge endurance guy but
1: he was a third man when he was a fourth last week he he ran he ran probably the best race i've ever seen cole run oh he did it after he fell
0: yeah i know it's just oh my gosh it was like it it, that was truly inspiring to Mm. to be a part of yeah, to be a part of and watch um yeah it was really cool and uh and we ended up qualifying for nationals which was yeah, the best part, about part it. Uh, to call oh uh, yeah, yeah 100 pretty if pretty it wasn't for Cole, it, yeah. we would not have qualified for nationals um and it was crazy is that the the people that tripped us uh was uh, actually we probably shouldn't say the name even though even though i don't know the people that tripped us were also trying to qualify for nationals and uh they did not
1: so we'll yeah. just put it at that um and it was very it was, it was very nice
0: yeah we were yeah we were a bit happy about that um cuz they they had they wanted to beat us and they wanted to uh i don't know they wanted to hurt us literally and they did mm-hmm. but uh but we we uh we still beat
1: them we have, i mean anyway speaking of cole and his mindset in that race, like, I mean, let's start. We can talk a little bit about like what our mindsets are now compared to what they were back then, like, yep. especially in races. Like, because I remember, like, I remember there were times where in middle school, I actually like cried before my conference meet. Before? But, yes. I Why? was so nervous. Oh my God. I was so nervous. Like, it was that bad. And, like, you know, over the years, I, I got a bit better at it, but like, I was always that guy that was like headphones in, like, don't talk to me. And like one of the best races I had my senior Don't Don't talk to me.
0: <laughs> don't even look at me.
1: <laughs> one of the best races I had my senior year, I like kind of, I was figuring out a little bit more and like, there's a photo of me. I, I slip right as the gun goes off mm. and uh I like, I laugh, like I start smiling and I laugh and like, I've got that photo on my phone and like, it's like, why are you laughing? You just slipped. But like, you know, it was funny. And like, I ended up like having one of the best races of my season, and it's like weird because that's like that's exactly what happens. Go. It's weird that like inconvenient things will make you yes. just shoot back into like, yes. okay, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, no, and mm-hmm. like
0: that's what happened with the shoe thing. And like, I I will say I have ran a race with one shoe on in high school, and like, yeah, I pr, and it was yeah. just like how and like how does that happen? And like, you know, ran races were like, yeah, uh, like I ran in goggles one time, uh, which was like that it was just like pouring rain at our regionals meet uh in high school and like someone's like yeah i brought goggles i was like i bet let me wear them and like i did super well and it was just like those those kind of races where you have nothing to lose uh and you, you know it you know you have nothing to lose and you, you're already at a disadvantage for some reason you'll just do better like it's just i think it's there's not as much stress there uh i don't know like I, I have struggled with that too because uh like I know when things get when things get tough for me not not tough when things get like important i w- i will tend to slip up um and have the wrong mindset going into things I've, i'm starting to figure that out a little bit this year uh I have had my fair share of like you know like just blowing up um in races whenever like i have something that like whenever it has meaning uh and honestly i i I can't talk about like how to fix that because like rather than just being less stressed out that's the way to do it but like i don't know how to get in that mindset honestly yeah
1: i'm the same way because like obviously i didn't i didn't have a great cross season this year and like i was very what to me i was very fit like i knew what i was like capable of and it was, it was so much faster than what I ended up doing. And it was just because I was, like, scared or, like, just – I don't know what it was, but, like, I couldn't control my nerves. So, I'm not, like – I can't speak about how – I can't speak about how I, like, can make that better. But, like, something Coach Renniker put on my log after that 5K I did because, like, I was so nervous before that. was a time trial. <laughs> um, and I, like – I wrote in my log, I said, I'm, I am was like, I was so scared for no reason. Um, and Coach Renner goes, let's break this down word by word. And he said, you weren't scared. You were excited. Like, that's what you need to be telling yourself. Like, that you were excited. Every time you use the word excited instead of nervous or scared, apparently your brain, your, your brain like releases a chemical when you say I'm nervous mm. and it like, and I said, like, I'm not a scientist. This is a video I watch yeah. today. So, oh, really? You yeah. watched it today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so your brain releases some sort of chemical when you say it's nervous, and like it just it it messes with your performance. But when you say, I'm excited, or I'm like, you know, I'm 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 ready for this. Like, it tricks your brain into using nervous into taking nervous energy and using it as positive energy
0: i'm just thinking about this right now i can feel the chemicals being released from my
1: body <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: hey, I, i'm not lying i i can literally i feel like i'm getting butterflies right now just thinking about mm-hmm. it like i don't know if maybe that's the chemicals working but we're no. not
1: doing its thing yeah um, because if you tell yourself i'm excited for this instead of i'm nervous like it's proven there, there there is actually like studies showing that like that that itself helps a lot yeah and so like
0: well there's another thing about that too uh well not like that and it's also um the difference in like how this is going to sound political at first but it's not uh but the difference about how you use your pronouns is actually uh like there's a a study about that so it's like whenever you're talking to yourself if you say like okay i can do this i can do this i can do this it's not going to help you as much as saying um like you can do this really yeah like they're apparently it's like putting yourself like uh like talking to someone acting like you're talking to someone else uh is actually supposed to help you more than s- like talking to yourself in a way like i can do this i can do this it's like i the way i remember is just like if you're saying i can do this is like self-centered but saying you can do this is like not yeah I it's don't like know. yeah it's the but yeah it's supposed to like release a different chemical it's supposed to help you like it's just psychologically proven to help you um push yourself further which is so weird mm-hmm. like just like like in your mind saying that or saying it out loud like you know those are those are two different things that can also help you up uh, like
1: improve performance but yeah. it's all it's all psychological yeah exactly and then like you also gotta like I know what helped me in the five k was because that, that was my, that was my best race. Ironically, was when I was really nervous, and the reason it was is because the minute I went off, I had teammates surrounding me, just immediately, like just just carrying me around, and like the, like their part of their workout was helping me do that five k. So you know, a lot of it comes back to like like you why like when you're racing, like you know why are you doing like why why do we choose to put ourselves through this pain, and, you know, and like you know, a lot of it's for our teammates, and, like, I felt like on that day, because of how much they were doing for me, I, like, I felt like they, they deserved my 100% effort. And, like, when, you know, my, Matthew was pacing me, he made, like, a slight surge, and he was like, don't quit on my Charlie. And, like, that, that was it. That's all I needed to hear. And, like, you know, I finished the line and, like, it was about 10 seconds off the time I wanted, but on that day, that was every single thing I had. And like, if you can do that, and th- that's what helped me recently. Like, all you can do is give like just everything you have. Like, if you if you can give everything you have when you step on the line, like no matter what the time is, it doesn't really matter. Like, because like on that day, that's what you got. So like, that was that that helped me a lot in that five k. I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: That's well put. Yeah, and uh, I, I think another thing about it too is just like, um, whenever it comes to racing, uh, I. <laughs> i i've definitely forgotten about this uh and i am having to remind myself this actually coach weber said it the other day and just kind of like i'd almost forgotten that like uh about this and he was just he was saying like you love this sport so like why why are you letting it get in your head And i was like oh my god i i do love the sport yeah (laughs) i'm like i had i would i had literally like it wasn't that i i didn't hate it but it was it was just the fact that like I do love this sport like I'm doing I'm literally literally have a podcast about it like like I genuinely like care about this and I want to get better and like I I love doing this and uh yeah and so why why am I getting stressed out whenever like I feel whenever I I'm hurting like I want I chose to do it so it's like I, I I should be one I should be expecting it and two like like I I do enjoy getting like the, the satisfaction of running so like why i don't know why am i feeling bad about myself whenever i don't perform at like what i want to like it's okay it's yeah like it's what you're saying it's like as long as you give 100 all of your effort you should not be upset with yourself and yeah i thought about like on this past medium run like i i thought like i love the sport i'm gonna just keep going keep pushing and like i had a great medium run and like i finished the line with like that was that was it that was a great run and mm-hmm. you know it's all, all you need is that like that little reminder and yeah it can, it can be a game changer
1: yeah because I'm I'm still yet to yet to find something as like exciting as when you like you know PR or, like break a wall that you've been trying to break for like for years like i remember like the first time i broke 5 like it was huge Mm-hmm. It was like a great day, and then like the first time I went under like what four forty, and then the first time I broke ten, just like you know things that things that will actually stay with you forever, like not like not the actual time I don't remember what the time was, <laughs> just that like yeah I did it yeah <laughs> yeah I earned that yeah for real mm-hmm. no like and it's always
0: those those like uh like those breakthrough races you'll have, and it's like you feel great in those races um and it's like you always feel like oh that was amazing but like i could have done a little bit more even though you just had a huge pr but it's like the races where you do bad in you're like oh my god that felt awful i hated that even though you didn't run as fast it's like well how does that make any sense i have no idea but it's i don't know it's crazy i love the
1: body yeah (laughs) yeah
0: um oh yeah okay i did have one breakout race uh my sophomore year and that actually did hurt uh, rather than this is the only race where I finished. And I was like, okay, like this is, this is absolutely painful. Uh, and it was, I went from like running 20 minutes, uh, or like 20, 20 minutes and something seconds in the, the 5k to running 1801, uh, from like one race to the next. And I threw up like eight times in the middle of the race and, and I was just like, I have to be top 10 because like I want to get a medal. I was like, I'd never gotten a medal before in a race. I was like, I just really want a medal. Turns out I was top 15 that got the medal, but and like I got ninth. And so if I would have known that, probably would have slowed down. But I was like throwing up about to like, I was just like leaning, uh, like I was like about to pass out. I was like leaning and like w- like just running on the r- not on the course. I just wasn't running on the course anymore. And I'm like, Coach like had to direct me. he's like, get back on the course, Baxter. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was like okay like literally like point one away from the finish line like this was happening and i cross it and i'm just like oh crap like that was absurd and they're like well you did good uh so um but yeah rather than that that was like rather than that every other breakout race i've had has felt really good so Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah was trying to think of my breakout races i've had like I've, I've had really good ones where I finish and like almost collapse. Yeah. Like I had a mile indoors where like I my PR junior year and like I couldn't do a cool down. <laughs> like I actually just physically cut it. <laughs> I like I was like my dad was like right, you got to do a mile of a cool down. I was like I, I if I start running I'll throw up. <laughs> oh, my god. Um then I've had other days um you know where I cross the line it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um but I am i'll be honest i am the type of guy that like finishes and like that's it i'm down yeah like, yeah i've never really not like if, i know that if i don't go down after a race i haven't done well Like, <laughs> which is just so sad um because you know you'd love to be you'd love to be a yaka that's able to just throw your hands in the air after For it's a world record but uh no i am the guy that you know, I finish a race and it's like, oh, my God, he just PR'd, but no, I won't see it. Because yeah, it's on the ground. <laughs> because my face is in the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Having a, the right mindset is crazy. Uh, it's crazy hard to accomplish. and mm-hmm. I, we, we are nowhere close to figuring that out. Uh, it's probably it's going to take a couple more years for us to figure that out. But uh, the things that we've learned from the other people on the podcast is definitely uh has definitely helped us uh with our running journey like um like because i mean every everyone has something different to add and like that's what i also think is really interesting is like i mean everyone that's passionate about running has their like well one has like one little thing that they do that's different from everyone else and also it's like everyone's got a different running story and like everyone has a different like journey through how they became a runner and like what they're doing now like no one's the same and like I don't know, sometimes like sometimes we'll just see run like you see runners pass by or whatever and like you know, you, like I mean they're all doing the same thing. Like there's not like it's it's hard to have a different technique, uh, whenever you run because like there's like a proper running form, but so it makes it seem like everyone's doing the same thing. It's all generic, but like I mean everyone everyone has something different going on and everyone has like something different that they're doing that like makes them unique with running. Uh I don't know. And I think like what what's your like like what's the uh something that you've found from doing the podcast that you think has like helped you?
1: Man, I love doing this podcast yeah. because like I don't know, it just makes you feel better about uh everything. Just like hearing else, hearing everyone else's stories and what everyone else has been through. And like I like hearing about like the little tricks and like um tips and like the different perspectives on um you know, their side of running. Like we've got guys like um, you know, we had charlie lawrence on the other week and someone who's just like you know oh yeah like, i just i just know uh that i'm not gonna blow up like yeah yeah you know, like um you know a lot of confidence like that and then you then you got someone else like Gabe pool and who's just like yeah i just try like i i just try and distract myself with anything i can yeah. even though i'm in like just absolute just diabolical pain yeah it's like i'll twerk at the like
0: uh mm-hmm. right before i start a race or something like that it's just like that kind of stuff like that that's probably what helps me the most is like yeah staying out of the race until you're in the race kind mm. of thing um yeah
1: yeah and i'm learning about that for me because like i you know i'm trying to do all these different things um like become or you know having fun like that beforehand but i'm also i'm also learning that with myself i can't i can't be not thinking about it to the point where i'm like you know dancing around stuff like that because at that point because i need to be about 20 minutes out i need to be like focused in a little bit on it. i need to at least be thinking about it and stuff like that mm-hmm. because i've done i've had races before where i've like been very like oh i don't care like i'm just messing around and stuff like that and like i did that before one of our races this year called blue mountain and that was uh that was oh uh, my word uh that that was a that was a rough one
0: yeah we yeah that was not a great race. We don't talk about Blue Mountain. Um,
1: I, but then yeah, and then like Blue Mountain daddies. Yeah, but I know there's like a, and I'm trying to work out that balance for me between having fun, um, and like being locked in enough to where I'm like, like aware of what I'm about to do because sometimes like when I do that I like forget that like I'm about to experience like. It's just a world of pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: No, I think that's something that we we do have to like remember. It's, yeah, like what you just said. Like I definitely have to remember. Like I will go to bed like a couple nights. Like I'll do this p- periodically uh, throughout the the week before a race, um, and I will just like think to myself, like I know whenever I'm gonna run that eight k or run like the ten k, um, or really just any race, I know that like my calves, my calves, my hamstrings like and everything is just gonna be burning and like i'm i i need to expect an extreme amount of pain or else i will forget uh what it feels like and then i will like i'll, I'll feel the pain and i won't know how to handle it
1: yeah, yeah. well some of that's like i gotta remember like that the, there's gonna be like there's gonna be races that hurt but like there's we've had training sessions that are gonna be far far worse Like, um, you know, we've had training sessions that are like, I I really believe are like, (laughs) I've been harder than races. Um, and like, I'm, when I race, like part of my issues, like I, I overanalyze like everything about it. Like I think about like, I've gotten better at it. Um, recently, like I keep so far as in like, I on lap one of the five guy, like it went like, like my (laughs) hand on my face. So I didn't see the clock. Um, and but, like, I'll overanalyze the warm-up because of how aggressive it is. And if I'm not feeling good, I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be a bad day if I didn't feel good on that warm-up. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to feel good on that warm-up because that warm-up never feels good. The point <laughs> of that warm-up is to get you ready to go. No, yeah,
0: dude, the warm-up we do is just absolutely crazy. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea if we're allowed to share this information. So I'm just – we're not. Uh, yeah. But, but it's, like it's, – It's an aggressive warm-up. It's extreme. Yeah. And, actually, like, it's almost, like – I want to say the opposite. Like, I – I take the workout or the workout. I take the warm up out really hard. Like, that's just what I've started to do because I, I've i noticed, like, once I, because I, I can get, I can get warm from the warm up and it's kind of like a, it's like a, like a workout simulation kind of thing. It's not as long or hard as the workout, but it like gets you at that, the correct pace and like all that. Um, So I, I will take it out hard so that, that way my body will be ready for that pain again. And, like, the times where I've not taken it out hard, I've had just absolute crap workouts. Really? Yeah. So, like, honestly, whenever we go to Traceway, like, I we don't really do a warm-up, and I don't really like it. So... Yeah. That's why I'm, like, stay away from Traceway. Uh, if we do it, I'll power through, but, like, that's probably my least favorite place to go right
1: now. Yeah. I like... I like that. I've become much better this year about, like... And, like, even recently, just about, like, listening... Listening to my body on that warm-up. Like, I know i know what i need to do now mm-hmm. on that warm-up and i know what feels right to get me ready i'll know when it feels too easy and then i'll know mm-hmm. when it's like i'm going a bit too hard here yeah and like i know if i'm going too hard though that like the you know i've got things to think of like okay it's fine you're gonna get a lot of time yeah, um, so, yeah. for the workout and like that that was the thing with that 5k is like, i didn't feel great on that warm-up and like but like i i knew what i was doing was right and then, like, we ripped um, one of the strides, and mm-hmm. like, I was just like, I was panicking a little bit, and I got a Braden and, and um, like one of our captains, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, you just did that. Like, you you should be excited. Like, Yeah, um, excited, mm, you know? It's yeah, nervous, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that helped. And uh, and so, yeah, like, you know, that and that that ended up going very well. So that like the you know you can't overanalyze stuff like that, and if you start to, you just need to remember that like, oh, I do this every day. Yeah. So it's like, you know, what's different about today?
0: Yeah. Like we, you put in the hard work and it's like, and you know that. And that's kind of what we, we were talking about earlier. It's like we, you, if you give a hundred percent of your effort, then you won't be upset with what happened. Even if you don't PR, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, don't overanalyze it because you've put in the hard work. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be nervous because you I keep repeating this. So you shouldn't be nervous because you put in the work like you, you did it already and you deserve it. Kind of deal. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, there have been some people that will, that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's those people out there that are, you know, naturally talented, uh, with and gifted with running. And like, sometimes they don't deserve it because they put, haven't put in the hard work, but they've got that mentality that they are the best out there. And like, yeah, mentality is huge whenever it comes to running.
1: Yeah, like, you gotta have a bit of swagger to yourself, like, and that's, like, something I struggle with, too, because, like, you know, I don't, like, you know, and I know you're the exact same way. I don't really like saying I'm really good at this to other people. Yeah. And, like, um, whenever people tell me that, well, whenever, like, people that don't run tell me that I'm really fast, I'm, like, I'm really not, the... Yeah, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, like, yeah,
0: thank you, thank you, and, like, just, like, you know, kind of just, like, you're just, like, ah, Like, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to it's hard to hear that sometimes. Yeah. It's like, man, like hearing like damn Charlie. Oh, like, dang, Charlie, you're really good at this. And it's like, oh yeah. Like, thank you. I know, I know you think that mm-hmm. it's like, and like, oh, whenever someone says that to me, I'm just like, yeah, but like, you don't know like what the people I'm competing against. Yeah. And it's just, and yeah. it's
1: like, we got to remember we are actually very good at this. That's true. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That is true. Um, it's but always, it's just hard to like, it's hard to remember that. Sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard to tell yourself that all the time because like you, you're constantly competing with, just very very good athletes yeah um like you know when We're running it mm, so, yeah. yeah like when i'm on the line with cole who is, can run four flat in the mile like it, it's a daunting task <laughs> and it's it, you know, it's hard to remember that like i myself am a am a good runner so yeah you know but like if you can convince yourself you are good especially before it's like you know not to a point of arrogance but like i feel like that's gonna help i feel like that could help a lot
0: yeah, yeah like the uh I think we I can't remember what podcast we talked about it but yeah there's like a fine line between like arrogance uh and confidence and like or like or uh pride and confidence and like just finding that line cuz like you need to be confident you don't need to be shy and you don't need to be like uh down on yourself but you don't need to be like prideful or arrogant like you need to find that very thin line of confidence. Yeah. And once you find it like I mean that's yeah you'll you'll take off and like um so there's been times in races where i feel like i've found it and then you know next time i'll i'll be a bit prideful and you know like blow up or you know like do something stupid and you know other times where i'm too shy and like should have made a move and yeah. i don't know yeah it's just it is hard to to find that line but in my uh unprofessional opinion and just from me running i i'd say that i have found the confidence uh to push myself in races from realizing that like like it just like not to care and it's, it's yeah. almost like it, it's it's saying that is actually really hard because it's like i obviously do care but like maybe it's not just a way it's to not take the pressure off yourself yeah it's maybe it's not the fact that i just don't care it's like it's like the there shouldn't be any pressure yeah, and it's almost like that like oh okay here we go here's a good what i was meant to say is like no matter what happens in that race no one's gonna look at you any differently everyone's gonna still love you the same no one's Mm -hmm. gonna be like oh you ran slow bye like like no one's going to leave you Mm -hmm. because you ran slow like that that's that's just an irrational fear and i had that in high school and like you know um sometimes i'll have the thoughts and i i've gotten way better at like getting rid of that thought like um yeah and i don't know that's definitely helped me improve a lot Is like yeah realizing that like everyone's gonna love you the same no one's like putting an like an enormous
1: that enormous amount of pressure on you
0: uh yeah that's definitely helped me yeah
1: i agree um well i think it's a good stop a good stopping point for us uh you know i hope for everyone listening I hope you guys feel like you know a little bit more now about me and baxter and kind of our mentality and stuff like that and um you know i hope i hope you enjoy listening to this because i've enjoyed talking about it and uh you know i love i love talking about running and um you know i hope Hope our journeys and stuff like that can, um, you know, help anyone listening. So,
0: and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll do this again where it's just us two, but yeah. So thank y'all for listening and we'll see y'all next time.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and subscribe and we'll catch y'all next week.